Will you pray with me, please? Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, this place, this space of worship to come into your presence as your people and to receive the promises that you have in store for us through your word and also through the sacraments. Lord, may your Holy Spirit be with us in these moments now that we might receive your word and apply your word to our lives and relationships for a more meaningful, Christ-centered, and special holiday season. We ask this in Jesus' name and all God's people said, amen. The title of the message this morning is From Stump to Stem, From Stump to Stem, whole lot of stumping going on in the readings for this morning from God's word. Lots of trees being cut down. And it got me thinking about the time I cut down a tree. But before we get to that, have you guys ever cut down a tree on your own? Let me see hands. All right. Yeah. My fellow lumberjacks out there. I love it. I watched a video from Lowe's Home Improvement Store about how to cut down a tree. And guy is dressed in like safety helmet, safety goggles, safety face shield, appropriate plaid shirt. And then he's got uh, rugged pants on with chaps over top with appropriate gloves and the work boots, of course. And then he's got a commercial grade chainsaw, right? Because every residential job needs a commercial grade chainsaw to get the job done. You can't go basement Bargain basement. You can't go mid-grade. you got to go commercial grade to cut down that tree in the backyard. And um, when I looked at this tree in my backyard, it was a pine tree, about half dead or so, and we wanted to get rid of it and make some changes to some of the landscaping. I didn't have any of that other stuff. But here's a list of what I did have. And here is the result. There we go. We got the job done. We fell the tree using the appropriate notch technique and then sawing from the other side so it goes down the way you expected it to. And all went according to plan, even with those two wise guys taking care of business. And what's left is this. It's a stump, right? And a stump is oftentimes all by its lonesome. And unless you dig it out at great expense and cost and time or have it ground down, um, that stump remains there, isolated, lonely, not good for a whole lot of things except maybe a place to sit and perhaps think or sulk on occasion. But it's these stumps that will come to mind and heart as God's people are kind of in a tight spot in the history of their nation. And it's Isaiah 10 and 11 that have a lot to say about stumps and stems. Isaiah, this prophet, his name literally means Yahweh is deliverance. He provides a message of hope for God's people who have already been cut down by the Assyrian nation. The Assyrians were the imperial power in play in the ancient Near East at that time. And they had been sent as God's judgment on God's people for their wayward ways. Not trusting in the God of their forefathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not trusting in Yahweh for his provision and protection for her lives. But wanting to do things their own way. Wanting to follow other nations. Wanting to follow the other gods of other nations. And so Yahweh allows the Assyrians to attack. 
an attack they did in 723 BC, the Assyrians conquer the northern portion of the kingdom of Israel. And after they do that, they also have their sights set on doing battle with the southern kingdom of Judah. In the midst of this misery, God offers a warning against the Assyrians because they will come under God's divine judgment as well. Listen to these words from Isaiah chapter 10. These won't be on the screen um, just yet. But look, the Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies will chop down the mighty tree of Assyria with great power. He will cut down the proud. That lofty tree will be brought down. He will cut down the forest trees with an ax. Lebanon will fall to the mighty one. And certainly that's what happens to the Assyrians. Not immediately, but about a century later, in 612 BC, the Assyrians will be defeated by another nation who will come on the scene. And it's through this other nation that God's people will eventually be brought to their knees again, not in the northern kingdom, but in the southern kingdom, as the Babylonians will take God's people in the southern part of uh, Israel to, into exile in 587 BC. But God will do what God does best. He does something significant with these stumps that are left over after other nations come and cut them down. He saves some of them and restores some of them. And that's exactly what God did with his people at that time. A remnant will remain to represent the righteousness of Yahweh before the nations. Isaiah is a prophet who provides both warning and judgment against God's people when they're not following the ways and the will of the Lord. But Isaiah is also an incredible prophet who provides these messages of incredible hope for God's people for the future, both the immediate and also the after effect. And some of these messages will only come true when they are fulfilled by the person and work of Jesus Christ, this promised Savior of the Old Testament who fulfills 330 or so prophecies from the Old Testament of who that Messiah will be. And that Messiah, of course, as we know, will be Jesus. And this is what Isaiah said of Jesus in chapter 11. In the midst of all this misery of God's people, between the conquering kingdoms of Assyria and Babylon, Isaiah says this to the people, out of the stump of David's family will grow a shoot, yes, a new branch bearing fruit from the old root, and the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. He will delight in obeying the Lord. He will not judge by appearance nor make a decision based on hearsay. He will give justice to the poor and make fair decisions for the exploited. The earth will shake at the force of his word, and one breath from his mouth will destroy the wicked. He will wear righteousness like a belt and truth like an undergarment. And that day, the heir to David's throne will be a banner of salvation to all the world, and the nations will rally to him, and the land where he lives will be a glorious place." There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse. Remember who Jesse was? Jesse, the father of all those sons. King Samuel came by to see, to see who would be the next king of God's people. And he would choose David. 
David would be one of the great kings in Israel's history, his son Solomon the next. But after David and Solomon's rule, that kingdom will be divided between the north and the south. And then good kings and bad kings will lead both the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. The good kings will revere God and follow in his ways and attend to his will. The not so good kings will ignore Yahweh, will not follow the commands of the Lord, will not trust in Yahweh for their deliverance, and they will lead God's people astray, and there will be consequences. And God's people will be cut down by those consequences time and time again until they turn and repent and then receive that grace that God has promised, that deliverance that will come. And thanks be to God that the deliverance does come. But friends, what about you here today? We are not necessarily at war with each other or other nations, as it were. But sometimes there are things that come into our lives that are significant, especially this time of year. Not being between two nations of Assyria and Babylon, but between the two holidays of Thanksgiving and Christmas. As the days get a little bit darker before the winter solstice. And as we're gathering together with family and friends and as we get a little more exhausted because of the pace of life and work and family and children and activities and special events, sometimes we get a little down. Sometimes that can lead to despair. Sometimes we can even become depressed. And then we consider our relationship with God and we think, man, God, where are you right now? Because you're not answering my prayers the way I want you to. Why don't you understand what's happening with me? Why don't you do something about it, Lord? I'm feeling a little cut down in our relationship. Or perhaps you're considering relationships with family and friends. The hurts of the past that keep you from fully reconciling with one another. The invitations that didn't come. Or when the invitation didn't come, you didn't get treated the right way. You didn't feel loved or respected. You felt cut down by those perhaps closest to you. Sometimes those hurts can be hard to overcome. And then the next time you plan on getting together with said family and friends, unless they come back groveling at your feet, begging for forgiveness, maybe you're not going to be talking to them as much. Maybe you'll be keeping your distance. Maybe you're going to be indifferent to them as they perhaps are indifferent to you and the cycle continues. Sometimes in life, it's easy to feel cut down. But in those moments, you can start feeling like kind of a stump, isolated, all alone, all left to yourself. No one really knows. No one really cares. No one really comes by to see how you're doing. And it's out of stumps like that, that God promises to grow a stem a stem of growth, a stem that will show you a different and preferred future for you and your relationship with God, for you and your relationship with your family and friends. And this stem is that person and work of Jesus Christ that comes to us this holiday season once again as a baby born in Bethlehem who came to save us from our sins, who came to show us that we need to repent of what is ours And who came to show us that when we do that, there is a loving father who forgives us and welcomes us back into his family of faith. And as this baby grows up, he lives, he dies, he comes back to life, he ascends to the right hand of the father and sends his spirit and he goes ahead and prepares a place for us 
a place for us that will be unlike any other, a place of perfect love, perfect joy, perfect peace, a place filled with hope. Friends, when you are feeling cut down in this life, remember with Jesus Christ, you are not cut off. He is the vine and we are his branches and his life flows through us. His love flows through us. His forgiveness flows through us and we experience his peace that passes all human understanding and because of that, we have hope for the future, hope for better and brighter days to come. I know it's hard sometimes, especially during the holidays and it can be stressful and it can be a lot. But your Lord is listening to you and your Lord wants to attend to your needs. I hope that you keep communicating to him about what's going on in your mind, in your heart, in your life and with your relationships with others, especially those closest to you. I know it's hard sometimes in the holidays to get together with that person that you just don't care for, that you're struggling with, or maybe who continues to hurt you time and time again and they don't even seem to care. God is inviting you to continue to share his love and forgiveness with that person so that maybe they don't feel like a stump either and maybe they can be shown a different way to connect with God and connect with you and other people. Friends, the holidays are a great opportunity to reassess our relationship with God and with others and also to reconnect with our Lord and with his people you know, it's been said there are two things that last forever, the word of God and people, and thanks be to God that we are in the business of connecting all those things together, being in God's word and receiving his word of promise for our lives and relationships and dealing with people day in and day out. What a blessing that is, especially this season, as more and more people than ever before will come to our campus to enjoy a Christmas concert tonight, Christmas at St. Lawrence next weekend, Christmas Eve services here in the Worship and Event Center and over in the sanctuary, all kinds of children's Christmas programs as well during those midweek Advent services, all kinds of wonderful ways to come together as God's people and celebrate the fact that Jesus is our hope, and that he has moved us from being stumps to being stems to promote light and love all through this holiday season. May God grant it for you and your family this season and always in the name of Jesus and all God's people said, amen. amen.